بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of the four rules and the author رحمه الله the author رحمه الله mentions the first rule by saying ان تعلم ان الكفار ان تعلم ان الكفار الذين قاتلهم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم مقرون بأن الله تعالى هو الخالق الرازق المدبر وأن ذلك لم يدخلهم في الإسلام والدليل قوله تعالى قل من يرزقكم من السماء والأرض أم من يملك السمع والأبصار ومن يخرج الحي من الميت ويخرج الميت من الحي وَمَنْ يُدَبِّرُ الْأَمْرَ فَسَيَقُولُونَ اللَّهِ فَقُلْ أَفَلَا تَتَّقُونَ The first rule which the author mentioned translates to the following. The first rule, the first rule is to know that the disbelievers whom the Messenger وسلم, fought acknowledged and attested that Allah is the sole creator and that he is the provider and the one in whose hand is the disposal of all affairs. Yet, the disbelievers were not considered Muslims. This did not, this did not make them Muslims. Listen carefully to this. This did not make them Muslims. Meaning that their uh, sheer acknowledgement of the Lordship of Allah was not uh, enough or sufficient to qualify them to be Muslims because they did not uh, actually dedicate the acts of worship or all the acts of worship to Allah alone they did not submit to Allah alone in worship and the author gave the evidence for this in Surah Yunus Chapter 10, verse 31, saying, uh, relating the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, قُلْ مَنْ يَرْزُقُكُمْ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ أَمَّنْ يَمْلِكُ السَّمْعَ وَالْأَبْصَارَ وَمَنْ يُخْرِجُ الْحَيَّ مِنَ الْمَيِّتِ وَيُخْرِجُ الْمَيِّتَ مِنَ الْحَيِّ وَمَنْ يُدَبِّرُ الْأَمْرَ فَسَيَقُولُونَ اللَّهِ فَقُلْ أَفَلَا تَتَّقُونَ Say, O Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who provides for you from the sky? and from the earth or who owns hearing and sight and who brings out the living from the dead and brings out the dead from the living and who disposes the affairs you see their response will be look, look at this they will say Allah they acknowledge this say will you not then be afraid of Allah's punishment for setting up rivals in worship with Allah yeah. so <clears throat> this is the first rule which the author <coughs> rahimahullah mentioned that to know that those mushriks, those disbelievers whom the Prophet وسلم, fought and the companions fought, they attested to singling Allah alone in lordship, that Allah is their creator, their sustainer, their provider, the provider, the one who runs the affairs, all of their affairs. They didn't have a doubt about this. They didn't have 
a doubt about this. However, the ignorant of the Muslims nowadays, the ignorant of the Muslims nowadays, think that this Tawheed is sufficient, is enough. They think that this belief in the Lordship of Allah is enough. And this is from ignorance. Why? Because the Mushriks are more knowledgeable than them. And the Mushriks, uh, they said that Allah, if you ask, if you ask them who is your Lord, they will say our Lord is Allah, He's, He created us, He is the one who provides for us. They attested to that. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about them in Surah Al-Zukhruf 43.87 وَلَئِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ مَنْ خَلَقَهُمْ لَيَقُولُنَّ اللَّهِ And if you ask them who created them, they will surely say Allah. And also regarding the creation of the universe, Allah tells us also that they attested to that in Surah Al-Ankabut 29.61 وَلَئِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ مَنْ خَلَقَ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ وَسَخَّرَ الشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرَ لَيَقُولُنَّ اللَّهِ And if you were to ask them who created the heavens and the earth and subjected the sun and the moon, they will say, surely, they will reply, Allah. How then are they deviating as polytheists and disbelievers. So the Mushriks, the disbelievers, the polytheists, attested and acknowledged this. And as to their provisions, even they admitted to this, as in Surah Yunus 10, uh, 31, which we related earlier, which the author also uh, used as an evidence. So if you know that, then why don't you fear Allah? and stop ascribing partners to him in worship and you return to the true Tawheed and to the truth so they knew these things and they attested to that yet they did not, this of course did not benefit them rather the Prophet ﷺ fought them because they did not single Allah alone in worship they set partners with him in worship worshipping Allah, one of their idols the Uzza and Manat, and their idols are, were many. And now, therefore, from this we know that the Tawheed, the true Tawheed is to have all worship to Allah alone and to believe that He alone deserves to be worshipped, none besides Him or to the exclusion of Him. And therefore, from this we know another benefit that the Tawheed is not only the attestation of Lordship and that Shirk is not only in, in the Shirk of Rububiyyah of Lordship in fact if you when compared to uh, the people of, uh, on the earth you will find few who ascribe partners to Allah in His Lordship. All the nations attest to the Lordship of Allah 
that he is the creator, sustainer, the one who brings life, causes death, the one who runs the affairs, meaning they attest to single Allah alone in his actions, in his actions. No one claims that there are other creators with Allah or other sustainers besides Allah or those who uh, or there is other than Allah who gives life and takes it the mushriks, the disbelievers knew these things that Allah is the creator, sustainer, provider etc so the tawheed therefore is not the sheer attestation to this lordship as it is stated by some scholastic theologians and their creeds they attest that the Tawheed is to single Allah alone as the creator, sustainer, provider, the one who brings death, causes death and gives life, brings the dead from the living, brings out the living from the dead, and they tell you that the Tawheed is, quote, that Allah is one in His essence, Indivisible. One in his attributes, no resemblance. One in his actions, no partner to him in his actions. This is, in fact, if you look at it, this is what? Tawheed al-Rububiyyah. This is the Tawheed of Lordship. Singling Allah as the Lord. If you go and examine the books written by the scholastic theologians, you will find them not diverging from this definition of Tawheed. But this is not the Tawheed which the messengers and conveyed and called for. Attesting to this Tawheed of Lordship is not a benefit to the individual. We knew now that the mushriks and their leaders, they acknowledged that. And this did not take them out from disbelief. This did not take them out from disbelief. And did not make them enter the fold of Islam. So therefore this is a, a great mistake that Tawheed is the Tawheed of Lordship. Anyone who still believes in that, then he is still on the same creed of Abu Jahl, and the same creed of Abu Lahab, leaders from the disbelievers at the time of the Prophet And so, some of the so-called educated in our times, they attest to this type of Tawheed, and they say that this is the Tawheed. But they don't mention the most important aspect of the Tawheed in terms of the worship, and that is to single Allah alone in, uh, in, uh, in worship, having all worship sincere for Allah. And in fact, this is necessitated if, if people contemplate 
carefully about it. If you attest to the Tawheed of Lordship, then this necessitates that you single Allah alone in worship. So therefore, to make the Tawheed center upon the aspect of Lordship, this is a grave mistake. Now what is shirk to them? What is shirk to them? The shirk, they say, we talk this scholastic theologians, they say is, أن تعتقد that you believe أن أحدا يخلق مع الله أو يرزق مع الله that you believe that there is others besides Allah who create or who provide sustenance. And this is not said by Abu Lahab. This is not said by Abu Jahl. None of them, none of the mushriks and their leaders said that there is a creator besides Allah. And that there is a sustainer besides Allah. They acknowledge that Allah is the creator and the sustainer and the one who gives life and the one who causes death. This is the uh, first rule.